When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, everybody. This is the Cricket Badger podcast. Each badger marks the track with its own scent. His black legs are short but very powerful for digging. The name badger probably comes from the French word bêche, meaning digger. Hello everybody, welcome along to another edition. It's the Cricket Badger Podcast. I'm James taking you through as always. First of all, thank you very much to moonrisecricket.co.uk for the support of our content from the Indian Premier League. Very much appreciated that they're on board. And you'll have seen on recent podcasts, we did the preview, we went through each of the various franchises. But one thing that we always look out for ahead of an Indian Premier League is the youngsters, the uncapped brigade that are going to be making their way in the tournament. All teams need uncapped talent and many of the household names that we see around the IPL, they all started somewhere. There's some serious young Indian talent at IPL 2020 and many of you, I'm sure, won't be aware of too many of them. Let's take a look at some of the youngsters that have life-changing opportunities over the next few weeks in the UAE. And to help me do that, it's an old friend of the Cricket Badger podcast, Akash Siva Subramania. Welcome back. How are you? I'm fine, James. How are you? How are everybody? How are people supporting the Cricket Badger? I yeah. hope everybody is fine. And yeah, buzzing for the IPL. You were in England when we did the Ashes and the World Cup podcasts through those tournaments, but you're back in India now, aren't you? Working out there? Yeah, I'm. I'm currently working for an organization called Sports Cafe. We're really buzzed and ready for the IPL. As I mean, we've all lost a lot of months without any sports, so. It's good to have life sports back, family. Yeah, and the IPL's uh, a fantastic competition. It's going to be slightly different though, Akash, isn't it? Not in India, probably not going to have fans in there either. So maybe a slightly more, without the razzmatazz, but the cricket, I mean, we've seen in England over the last few months, the cricket has still been of a very good standard, despite the fact that no crowds have been in there. So it's going to be different, but it's still going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be slightly different, but it's not going to be entirely different. Uh, because always there have been crowd up and down, I would say. But uh, the, the the main focus or the main emphasis is, is always on cricket. And uh, like after CPL, we have IPL. And it's it's really good to have T20 back because we've had a long, long wait for uh, these competitions. Especially given that it, it was supposed to start in March. So it's quite a way to get IPL back finally. Well, I, I spoke to you the other day and we talked about some of the youngsters that are going to be playing in this IPL. 
it's always a feature of the tournament, isn't it? You know, each of the sides, they, they need, obviously, the overseas stars. They need their homegrown stars. But you need to make that 11 have some serious young quality in there. Every every franchise needs to have one uncut player in there. So we're going to go through the eight franchises and look at some of the youngsters that might get their chance this time around. And obviously, we'll start with CSK. We'll do it in alphabetical order as we've been doing it through the various previews so far. And you sent me a list of players. I've added a couple in there as well. But looking at CSK, they're always a side that is very good at bringing in some youngsters. MS Doney, if he likes a young talent, it doesn't matter how old they are, they'll throw them in. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's the key aspect that we will be looking at when, when we're talking about CSK. And in the past as well, we've seen a lot of talents come in, uh, including last season, uh, the, the season before actually, when we saw Deepak Chah coming in. And he's quite made a wave uh, around with the, with the new ball bowling. And he's made it into the Indian team as well. So, CSK is always a well-settled unit. But they do have in like one or two players who can quite create a wave around, if, if you could say. Uh, so, the season two, they'll, they, they'll have uh, quite a few players to look out for. Well, let's start with the uh, one of them, a right-handed batsman, Rutaraj Gayakwad. He's 23 years old. May get his chance this time, Akash, because obviously Suresh Rainer is going to miss at least the start of the competition. So there's a spot there up for grabs, and Gayakwad might take that. Yeah, uh, that, that's been the talk uh, around in CSK camp that Rutaraj Gayakwad may very well get his chance. And it's not just because of that. Uh, if you actually look into the interviews and all of that, uh, you'll find out that MS Zuni had called him an intelligent cricketer. So when MS Zuni spots a talent and he calls somebody intelligent, that means he's actually that. And uh, Prithiraj Kekwad has actually ex- been ex- exceptional in not only uh, the domestic cricket, but he's also played for India where he's had like fabulous knock. And he's temperamentally a good batsman. He kind of is in the same mold of Suresh uh, Raina. And he can, he can clear the fence as well. So... Pretty much, I would say, a like-to-like replacement. But uh, as far as experience, he wouldn't have that, uh, obviously. The Indian domestic T20, it's the Syed Mushtaq Ali T20 trophy. And Gerkwood was the second highest scorer in that, wasn't he? He got 419 runs, strike rate of 146.5. He's obviously got some serious potential there. Yeah, he knocked the ball quite a few. It's incredible how he does it. If If you actually watch him closely, he has the temperament not to this bat in T20, but also in the longer format. So I think he's a really intelligent cricketer. And uh, the only uh, bad thing you'd say is that he he still has to wait another one week uh, to get past his uh, tests and stuff for, for COVID-19. After that, he'll be, I think he'll be front liner for British Rana support. Let's move on to another one of the CSK youngsters, another 23-year-old. I think he turns 24, actually, during the competition. A base price purchase, but he's a slow left armour. And that's Ravi Sai Kishori, Tamil Nadu player. He's played t- um, 22 T20s in his time, taken 25 wickets in that time. Best of four for six and an economy rate of 5.45 in there. So I've seen a few of the sort of former players in, in their previews. They've been talking about some of the emerging players to look out for. And, and this lad gets quite a few mentions. Yeah, he gets quite a few mentions. I'll tell you why exactly. Because I've seen him closely uh, for Tamil Nadu. Dinesh Kartik actually uses him as a new ball bowler. So he has the ability to bowl with the new ball. And as you know, a lot of spinners don't really like the new ball in at least the white ball format. So he has that skill and he has, he has an exceptional uh, kind of consistency. He hits the target and he, he kind of is 
like Ravindra Jadeja, but slightly he can even toss the ball and he can uh, create a few uh, troubles in, in the mind of Batsman. And that, that's one of the reasons that he is leading the charge actually for uh, in the side most rapidly. And another uh, thing for CSK, if you would say that uh, they've all converted these small, small time spinners or even spinners into a big into a big thing. So I would say he might get a few chances, but I'm not sure how many chances he would get because Ravindra Jadeja is obviously still there in the unit and they have a lot of flick spinners. So it might be tough, but he's when he when his turn comes, I'm sure he will deliver the goods. His chances have improved a little bit because Harbhajan sings out the competition, aren't they? So he's gone up at least one rung in the in the pecking order. Yeah, he's gone one round, but he still has plenty of names, plenty of international stars, Imran Tahir, the Mitchell Santos, plenty of people ahead of him. But I would say he's an exceptional talent and I would say he'll get a chance, at least one or two, and I'm, I'm really optimistic about that. Moving on to the, the final CSK player, and I, I don't know too much about this lad. Um, he's 24 years old, right-hand bat, wicket-keeper as well, Narayan Jagadeesan. Tell me a bit about him. He's pretty much, I would say, an aggressive uh, batsman, kind of a Shane Watson mold kind of a batsman. And he's been there for uh, at least four years in the local T20 circuit. As far as I can remember, I've seen him in, in the domestic competition for at least six years now. So he's been there in Tamil Nadu, around Tamil Nadu cricket for a for quite a while and he knows how to bat in those conditions so if if a batsman can play very well in in conditions like chennai i think he would do a great job in dubai or even even those conditions because it's pretty much similar in nature because it's going to be sluggish it's not going to be a pacey wicket like your first and all of that so he's a really good talent um, but again the concern with him is that he's a wicket keeper batsman so in chennai with Amazonia around, I don't, I don't think how many, I don't know how many opportunities he'll get. But if he gets one, it'll be right up the order. It won't, it won't be low down the order. If you're going to pick one of those players, Gayakwad, Kishore, or Jagadeesan to actually star in this IPL, which is the most likely? Uh, the most likely is Rutraj Gayakwad because he absolutely fits in the right shoes. I, I wouldn't say he can fill in the right shoes, but I say he, he pretty much has the goods in him to. Uh, Want to get your game the very best it can be? The future of coaching. Talk to a pro. 30-minute video conversation. Video analysis from players at the top of their game. Video shout-outs. Get a personalised message from a pro. Great for birthdays, congratulations messages, a prank or a simple hello. Visit MoonriseSports.com or go to Moonrise Sports on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Moonrise Cricket, let's play. Just one on the list from Delhi Capitals and that's Tushar Deshpande, 25 years old as well. Left-hand bat, left-hand medium bowler. Where do you see him fitting in and will he get his chance this time around? He absolutely will get his chance. Uh, I tell you why as well because Tushar Deshpande has been has been like a crazy name thrown up in the circuit, and he's he's pretty fast, and he has the variations, and he he knows how to bowl a yorker. And uh, with Delhi Capitals, we have always seen that the core is pretty much is pretty much well set. So it's very difficult for a batsman to come in and take a take a spot. So I'd say being a bowler, I think he'll. He'll get a chance. Surely he'll get a chance. And he's been performing really well. So I think 
um in those conditions with the cutters he would be he'd be really effective there's a couple on the list that really interest me from the Kings 11 Akash. The first one is Ravi Bishnoir, who's 20 years old, right hand bat, leg break bowler, took 17 wickets in six under 19 games in the uh, World Cup earlier on this year. And obviously, working under Anil Kumble and on UAE surfaces, which everybody's suggesting is going to take some spin, it could be a real, a real opportunity for him, couldn't it? Yeah, it could be a real opportunity. I think he would step up, and if he actually uh, watch the tournament, you would see that I don't think he belonged to that level. He belonged to a higher level and he was absolutely, it's a nightmare for batsmen. I, they couldn't figure out what, which end he was bowling, which uh, delivery he was bowling. It's a bit more like, I'd say, uh, Shane won during the early early years against England. It was pretty much that uh, with all the googlies and the leg, leggy, the normal conventional leggies and the flippers. And uh, uh, another crazy fact about him is his control. He can land six deliveries in the same spot and he can do it day in and day in, uh, day in and day out. So I think working alongside Kumble is going to be a plus for him. And I, I surely think he would get an opportunity given that uh, Ashwin is not anymore with the Kings 11 Punjab. So he'll get an opportunity for sure. The, the other player we've got down on our list from Kings 11 is Ishan Parel, 22 years old. He's a former India under-19 player as well. Added pace as well um, to his uh, repertoire. May not be an automatic pick, though, right from the start. But if he gets his chance, he's got some weapons, hasn't he? Ishan Parel, actually, if, you, uh, if you've been following him, he's, he's, he's been there, he's been around uh, the Indian squad and the uh, under-19 squad. So basically, he was part of the 2018 under-19 World Cup. And he's been there for two years. But it was just this year, when he, play, when he turned out for Bengal in the Ranji Trophy, he absolutely smashed the stumps. And he clearly created a mess out of the stumps. So... His pace, he, he can absolutely touch 150 on a regular basis and he can clearly operate between the 148s and all of that easily. So another rare find in India because we don't obviously encounter bowlers every day who can bowl at those crazy numbers. So he's definitely a good find. It, it's just how temperamentally would he fit in, in, in with, the, with the rest of the team, which would matter. If he does fit in, I think he genuinely has a chance that he could be the top pick and take off. So uh, just to, to look back on the Kings 11 then, Bishnoir Parel, which one are you going to pick out as the, the one to really watch? Which one's going to get their chance and take it? I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much mixed in between them, especially given that Anil Kumble is part of the franchise. I think Ravi Bishnoi might get a few more opportunities, but uh, if you really ask me who's the better one here, I think Ishan Porel would be better suited for the franchise because they already have spinners. So I think Ishan Porel might really trouble the batsman with his pace and he also has the variations in the offer. So I think Ishan Porel might be the pick out of it. Let's move on to uh, KKR then. Kolkata Knight Riders, uh, Manimaran Siddharth, 21-year-old, right-hand bat, slow left-arm bowler. What do you see his uh, role in the side? And, and do you think he'll get his opportunities? What does he have to offer? Well, with KKR, we always, uh, at least this season, we all w- always talk about the Russells and the Bantons for an obvious reason. Is is another left-arm spinner from Tamil Nadu. So why I would say he he would be a player to watch out is because they don't have a they don't have a plethora of options when it comes to leg spinners or when it comes to left-arm spinners. So since Dinesh Karthik knows him pretty well and he can bowl in the power plays, and that, that could be a really good pick and. We've seen Sunil Narayan up and down with injuries in the CPL. So 
even he misses a game or two they could change a lot of players up and down i mean tom banton can fit in so if tom banton fits in somebody has to fit in for sunil nagin as a bowler so i i think uh, manimal siddharth might get a chance but i don't think he would be a sure shot uh, start up the franchise another one kamlesh nagakoti 20 years old right arm fast bowler now i've been reading up a little about him and he's had a load of injuries in his young career a lot of uh, fast bowlers get that don't they they struggle to really cope as their bodies grow and they're trying to bowl fast but looking at what dinesh karthik has said about him prior to the tournament he's he's basically been quoted as saying he's bowling at 150 clicks and he's a a, a gun fielder as well in the same quality as uh, ravindra jadeja which is some praise that isn't it is do you see him being a, a real impact player in this tournament Well, I wish he could be a real impact player, but the issue with him is pretty much like a Pat Cummins uh, case study. So when Pat Cummins came in as a bowler, he played really well, but then he got injured for a long, long, long spell, and then he had to then build up his repertoire again, and then become another, become the top pacer he is. So I say he might not become an immediate success, but uh, given that the franchise has been really backing him so much. Uh, I would say he can be a good bowler in the next one or two years. It would be a work in progress, and by next year he probably would be a star. On the basis of what you said, then it'll be Siddharth over Nagakoti. Then, if you're going to pick one to really seriously watch in this tournament, well, it'll be Nagakoti. The thing is, I, as I mentioned before, uh, looking at paces in India is quite lower chances than uh, looking at spinners. So, A guy bowling at 150 clicks every over is is a real delight to watch. So I'd say Kamlesh Nagarkoti would be more pleasing to the eye. Mumbai Indians, then my team next, and just one on the list for them. They've got a history of bringing through some some really good young talent. But Mosin Khan is the the man you've got on your list here, 21 years old. Tell us a little bit about Mosin. So the reason that I I got in Mosin Khan as a player to watch out uh, is pretty much what he does. He's a left arm pacer. He doesn't threaten you when when he uh when, with his run up he doesn't threaten you. But when he gets the ball and when he lands the ball in perfect spot, gets a little fizz and extra fizz that that kind of get let's a little taller uh than a normal pacer would bowl at, and it would get the splice of the batsman. So it'd be interesting to see that in the IPL because we all know that Mumbai Indians are packed and they they already have two brilliant left arm pacers. In, in your Mitchell McLennigan and your Trent Bolt, so it'd be difficult for Mohsen Khan to get a chance. But if he gets a chance, that's what you have to look out for. So he hits the batsman's place and he gets the wicket. On that basis, though, with only four overseas allowed, if you've got a young talent that can do a similar job to one of the overseas, it gives him the advantage because it means they can look for the overseas elsewhere, doesn't it? In the eleven, exactly. That's uh, that's one of the reasons I, I I think that Mumbai went with him. Because they they clearly know what what they're doing, I, especially in the auctions, they know that they're picking a player because of a certain ability, be it your Nathan Coulter-Nile or be it anyone. So they they clearly know the abilities that he brings in, oh, like brings to the table. So it'd be a really good option. But I I I don't think they would uh, go past your Trent Bolt and Mitchell McLennigan because that would be facing two specialist T20 bowlers. No, I would say good T20. Royal Challengers Bangalore, the perennial underachievers, but I think they're going to have a really good tournament this time around. Let's start with the the more unheralded of the two youngsters that you've mentioned, um, Shabazz Ahmed, 25 years old, slow left armer again. How do you see him? Do you think he's going to get his chance in a in a star-studded RCB lineup? He might get his chances. 
because because of what he has to offer. He's not just a left arm bowler who can spin the ball or who can just float the ball and drift the ball, but he also has that long blade and he can smash the ball. So if RCB are looking for an option, blow down the order. If they don't, or for example, don't pick Mohin Ali for that spot, they might pick Shabazz Ahmed, who can do a pretty similar job, and he can also go from ball one, so he can hit it out of the park. So if they're looking for different combinations and for, for permutations, I'd, I'd say they would go with uh, Shabazz Ahmed. The next man that we're going to mention is one I've read an awful lot about. A lot of people are talking about Devdutt Padikal. He's 20 years old, a left-handed batsman who has basically been smashing the ball all over the place in domestic cricket in the last 12 months. 1,838 runs in 38 matches across all formats last year. He's got a, a good T20 record in 12 T20 matches that he's played so far. 589 runs at an average of 64.44, a strike rate of 175.75, one century, five fifties. So in half of those games, he's got more than 50 runs at least. And a lot of people saying that Virat Kohli really likes this kid and Aaron Finch might have him as an opening partner. Exactly. So, so last season he was part of the franchise, but he did not get to play. And after that, he just went on a crazy run. If you look at him back, he looks effortless. I mean, his, his flicks are just like tack and then it goes for a six. It goes for a huge six. You wouldn't even notice that, but it, it travels a lot. So he's that kind of a player. He looks very classical, but once he starts hitting, it just clears the fence every time. And I've heard that RCB are, are, are changing around their unit to accommodate him. And I've also heard that ABD is going to keep instead of Pasif Patel so that they can accommodate Dave this particular. So I think that says a lot of fantasy doing all, all sort of things that they could to accommodate such a talent talks a lot about him. So I don't think we'd have to add any more to it. He, he tops. He was the top scorer in the uh, Vijay Hazari Trophy and in the Saeed Mushtaq Ali Trophy last season. He's obviously got plenty of talent. I've had a look at a couple of videos of him in the nets as well. And as you say, he looks he looks quality. You, you never can quite guarantee because it's a step up, isn't it, into an IPL franchise team? It's a step up. How confident would you be that he's going to actually smash the ball around and, and actually take that step up in his stride? The main thing for an for a youngster coming into an IPL franchise is the captain's trust. Uh, you've seen how a captain's trust has, has won a lot of games, be it Rohit Sharma, be it MS Tony. And this year, we I mean, we sort of sense that Virat Kohli is absolutely trusting Dave that particular to go from ball one. So that trust alongside his form, I'd say he'd, he'd, be, he'd be a real gem of a player and uh, he might surprise a lot of them. He might even turn up as their leading run scorer, to be honest. Given, given that he, he might face a lot of more balls and more deliveries than Virat Kohli is an ABD so I, I'd say he'd be a definite find and a pick of the tournament. So would Dev Padikal be your pick for RCB then if we're going to pick one of their youngsters? Absolutely. I would sense he's already a starter and he's already buzzing to hit it from the ball one, so I'd say he's the pick for me. Let's move on to Rajasthan Royals then. and in, in the preview, which I did with the guys from the Edges and Sledges podcast, we, we described Rajasthan Royals as being a quite a modest team. And I don't mean that cruelly. They are more than happy to throw in some youngsters. They don't necessarily need the big glamour boys to do that. So there are opportunities at Rajasthan if you are a, a quality youngster. And we've got three on the list here that have a chance that are in the squad this time around. Let's start with Indian under-19, Kartik Tayagi, right-arm fast bowler, young quick bowler, made his debut at the age of 16 in first-class cricket as I say Rajasthan like their youngsters he's got some good Yorkers in his armoury as well some deceptive Yorkers Kartik Tayagi could he be a star of this tournament? 
I say it'd be a star, uh, but the only aspect for him or the only trouble that might be there for him is or would be his consistency. Uh, we've seen that he can, when he when he acts, absolutely lands the ball in the right places, as we have witnessed in the India-Australia game under-19 World Cup. He can absolutely smash the batsman and he can make him look like club-level cricketer. But when he does not do it, that's when he kind of struggles. So he might be a really good player, but that's what he has to look out for. He has to look out for keeping his shape and main, maintain consistency throughout four overs. So that would be a struggle for him coming coming a top-notch level from, say, the under-19 level. So that might be the initial trouble for him. But I'd say over the course of the tournament, he might get a lot of opportunity. Well, Karthik Tayagi, he's 19. There's two other 18-year-olds that we've got in the list for Rajasthan Royals. Um, Jashavsvi Jaiswell. 18 years old, left-hand bat, leg-break bowler, but he was top scorer in the Under-19 World Cup, man of the tournament in that event. He's got some quality as well. There's some re- I mean, It's quite exciting, this. I mean, just to break away from the actual talking about the players themselves, but going through this list, there is a lot of serious young talent in India, isn't there? And it makes it a very exciting tournament to see some of these maybe getting their opportunity. Exactly. Yashasri Jaiswal is a real eye-opener kind of a story. Yashasri Jaiswal actually moved to Mumbai when he was 10 years old. And he's been doing all kinds of jobs to to keep his cricket going. He's even worked worked in the streets as a. And he's he's been selling snacks and stuff. And he's been he's been a real revelation in the Under 19 World Cup, as you can as you clearly mentioned. And looking at him bad, it really, I mean, it it looks very effortless. It's, I I don't know if it's just him or it's just left-handers. When you look at them bad, it's it's just effortless with the with the way they bat. He surely must be one of those uh, batsmen. I would really rate him, say, on level with Devdas Padikal, and these two could clearly light up the tournament. He was the youngest player to make a list a century. He scored 203 from 154 balls for Mumbai in the Vijay Hazari Trophy. 17 fours and 12 sixes in that knock. He can hit sixes as well. He's not played a T20 much, but I don't think on the basis that he's obviously dominated list A to some degree, that the shortened version would be too much of a challenge for him, would it? I'd say it would not be a challenge, but the only issue might be that he'd be facing international bowlers and he'd be facing world-class bowlers right from the ball go. So that might be a that might be a challenge for him. I mean, he, he would be facing Jofra in the net, so I don't think he would need more practice in that. And he'd be ready for the tournament. Fed up of collecting your team's match day subs? Worried about carrying cash post COVID 19? Try slateapp.co.uk. Less contact than contactless. Slate, the smartest way to collect weekly match fees and more. Download the app, slateapp.co.uk. Not just for cricket, any clubs that collect subs. It just makes sense. Stick it on the slate, slateapp.co.uk. The last of the guys on the list from the Royals, 18-year-old as well, right-handed batsman, and Ryan Parag. Tell, tell me a bit about him. So interestingly, Ryan Parag has already played the IPL. He's already played for the Royals, and he knows he knows how to pack a punch. And if you if you describe him as a batsman, I'd say he would, he's a mixture of Dhoni and a guy like Suresh Raina. He can knock the ball <laughs> and that's, get that's the That's not bad. That's not bad praise. That's clearly not bad, and he's just 18, so... And when he smashes the ball, it looks effortless, but it travels a huge, huge, huge man. So I'd say Rian Parag in short is a definite find. I don't know how people have missed him from the list, but I'd say he'd be definitely breaking the doors, I think, this season because Royals would need him in the middle order. They don't clearly have a good middle order because 
Ben Stokes might miss a part of the tournament. So I would say Ryan Parag will slot in straight away and he'll start uh, breaking the doors. So of those three that we've just mentioned for, for Rajasthan, Parag, Jaswal and Tayagi, who's the most likely to really succeed this time around? Well, I would say it's Jaiswal because he's clearly the opener and openers get the advantage in T20s because they face more deliveries. So I'd say Eshasi Jaiswal and he's truly a generational talent. And if he doesn't break the Indian colours in say the next six years, I'd be disappointed. But you obviously rate Parag as well from what you said there. You'd, you'd put him slightly just behind him, would you? I, I put him slightly behind him because he, does, he won't get to face a lot of deliveries, but Rian Parag definitely can hit the ball. Let's move on then to the uh, final of our T20 franchise teams in the IPL, and that's Sunrisers Hyderabad, who have always been a good hunting ground for, for young talent. And we've got four on the list from Sunrisers, so no surprise he's there. We'll start off with Virat Singh, 22 years old. Likely to play as well. The Sunrisers have identified their middle order and quite rightly as being a little bit of a problem. Once Warner and Burstow get out and yeah, they expose that middle order early, it has let them down at times. In 56 T20s, 1,552 runs at an average of just shy of 40. 45 sixes though in those uh, matches as well. So you can hit a big ball too, Akash. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but I think if you actually watch them in the side, Mustakali is... He was a run accumulator and he single-handedly took Jakun into the into the later stages. So I'd say a very good batsman, a very good find, and he can play the spinners very well, which is one of the key components for a batsman in the IPL because there'll be obviously a lot of world-class spinners on play. And another thing is running between the wickets. He can run between the wickets. And given David Warner and Johnny Besto are going to obviously farm more strikes, uh, they would need a batsman like him in the middle order in case they fail. And they, they were rightly exposed in the middle order last season. So they would want Virat Singh. And he, he has the capability to score runs. And he can even hit the even, even clear the boundaries and change gears. So he's a really good pick. And I'd be hoping for him to play a really good hand for uh, Sunrisers. This next lad is a, a guy I've seen mentioned quite a few times as well by some previous players. Abdul Samad, 18 years old, um, averaged nearly 40 in his debut first-class season. In domestic T20, got a strike rate of 136.36 and an average of 40 as well in that uh, competition. So he's obviously got a bit of pedigree behind him. He's a promising player. He's not just a promising player. He can, I would say if he clears a, uh, clears a ball in Chennai, it, it might even travel to Bangalore. That's pretty much like 350 <laughs> kilometers so it can travel that that long he's that bigger hitter and he's he's a perfect use of Patan prototype and uh, I would, it'd be really interesting to see him clear the boundaries because he does it so effortlessly he just clears the boundaries he sucks his tea and all of that and then he just walks back to the strike and then clears another one so he's that kind of a batsman he is so effortless and he can clear the ball left right and center there's a couple of names on the list as well for Sunrisers. Priyam Garg, the under-19 captain for India in the uh, recent World Cup. What does he bring to the party? Is he somebody that will start for Sunrisers or will he have to wait his turn? I'd say he would have to wait for his turn, given that Virat Singh might edge him in terms of, uh, in terms of T20 format. But again, Priyam Garg is an exceptional batsman and he's, he's pretty much a very classical batsman, a Rahane kind of a batsman. So... It's good that they have him because they can use, they can use, I mean, the, if there is one franchise that can make the best use of uh, 
youngsters that is sunrisers because vvs lakshman knows how to spot a talent and he knows how to groom one as well so i'd say he wouldn't get to play a lot but obviously in terms of caliber he's right up there that that's why he was is the keeper of the under 19 side Finally, the last of the youngsters, and there are a few more that we've not even got round to talking about as well, but Abhishek Sharma, all-rounder, um, he's 19 years old. He sounds like a good player as well. He definitely is a good player, and to be honest, he made his debut in 2018. Immediately, the, the first impression for all of them were, oh, we have another Yuvraj Singh in play. And he was clearing the, clearing the boundaries so effortlessly, he was bowling those overs and getting those wickets. after his move to sa sunrisers he's kind of stalled a bit because he's not got a lot of opportunities uh, i'd be i'd be really waiting to see if he would get an opportunity given that they don't have shakib this season they don't have the luxury of world class all-rounders so i think they would trust abhishek sharma to do a pretty much a similar job and he has the caliber he re- he shown it with the delhi uh, franchise earlier and that season he averaged 63 of course helped with the not out He's clearly a really good batsman and he can clear the boundary. So I'd, I'd say a dual role as an all-rounder, he would start games for Sunrisers uh, because Shakib is not there. Virat Singh then, Abdul Samad, Priyam Garg and Abhishek Sharma from the Sunrisers. Pick me two of those to uh, add to our list of uh, to make 10 for the ones to watch for the Cricket Badger podcast. So I'd say Abdul Samad, I mean, clearly he can clear the ball and Abhishek Sharma because Abhishek Sharma kind of is an ex-factor with the ball as well. So, if they're going to bank him on a, on filling those shoes of Shakti Balasan, which is not easy, he surely he has the caliber to do it and uh, he'll get a lot of play, a, a lot of game time. So, of course, I'd go with Abhishek Sharma and Abdul Samad. Well, I'm going to run down the list of the 10 that we've uh, highlighted amongst those uh, very serious young talents that are going to be coming along to IPL 2020. While I'm reading these out, Akash, think about your top three. I'm going to come, to, come back to you in just a second. But, For CSK, we looked at uh, Rutteresh Gaikwad. For uh, Delhi Capitals, it was Tushar Deshpand. For RCB, Devdutt Padikal. Sounds like he's got a real future ahead of him. For Rajasthan Royals, Rian Parag and Yash... Oh, God, I can never say his name. Yashashvi at Jaisfel. I struggle. For uh, Rajasthan. For KKR, it's Kamlesh Nagatkoti. For Mumbai Indians, Mohsin Khan. For Kings Eleven, Ravi Bishnoir. And for Sunrisers, Hyderabad, it's Abdul Samad and Abhishek Sharma. The top three from the uh, 10 that I've just read out there, Akash. I'd say uh, David Padikal, because he's going to be a starter for uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore. And we know how good a batting unit uh, RCB are. So if they're going to bank him and they, if they're going to trust him uh, to open the order, I think he, he has the talent. Uh, second, I would say, is Abdul Samad. Given that there's a lot of hype around him, I, I would say he would, he's, going to, he's going to really live up to the expectations and potential and he's going to have a good tournament. The third is quite tricky because I'd have to think one of Ruturaj Gekwad or Ravi Vishnoy. But given that Ruturaj Gekwad might get a lot of opportunities, I would say it would be Ruturaj Gekwad. But it's, a, it's, it's quite a close competition. I, it can also be Ravi Bishnoi because Ravi Bishnoi might get that, get a few chances. So it'd be one of them. Well, I'll let you have four instead of the three. Did you do those in order then? Was it um, Padikal as being your, your favourite? Well, I've, I've seen him closely. So I, I'd say he's an exceptional talent. And he's quite on par with, say, Yashasvi Zaiswal. But 
I mean, he has it in him and he's so effortless. So that's the reason that I went with this particular Devdutt Panikal then as the number one young player to watch in IPL 2020, followed shortly behind by Abdul Samad and then Rutaraj Gaykwad and Ravi Bishnoir. So plenty of really good young talent spread all the way through the various franchises as well. It'd be wrong of me, Ashkash, to get you on here to talk just about the youngsters. Tell me how you see this tournament going. I don't know if you've listened to the uh, Cricket Badger podcast previews of the tournament, but we've basically put up CSK as being possibly the favourites to win it. RCB, Mumbai Indians and Delhi Capitals not too far behind. Would you agree with that? I, I would have a different opinion. I, I wouldn't say... CSK, you, you always CSK do. Would be going. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I support CSK, but I wouldn't think they would go into the tournament as favourites given that they'll have to fill Raina and Harbhajan. It's, it's not an easy thing. If, if you really ask me, I'd say Mumbai Indians would start as favourites. They have everyone fit, they have everyone ready and they have everyone in form. So they just have to slot the right combinations and they'll have the trophy. The one thing we did say was that the when they when they sat down to buy their players at the auctions, they were they were thinking of buying their teams for the Wankhede Stadium or yeah you know, whatever their home ground is in India. UAE is going to be a different kind of challenge, isn't it? You know, especially with potentially used pitches as we go through a very condensed tournament in the UAE, just three grounds being used as well. Spinners coming into the equation a lot more as the tournament goes through some maybe slow sluggish pitches maybe not the high scoring games that we're sometimes used to yeah we might not find a lot of high scoring games and uh, rightly so it's going to be on on the slower and drier uh, kind of a surface uh, that's that's ideally where Mumbai Indians also are a little bit lacking on but I'd say given that they know how to win competitions and they know how to bank on this stuff so I mean it's kind of an obvious thing that uh, Mumbai and CSK are going to be in top four of any T20 league. So I'd say Mumbai are slightly favourites, but I'd say, uh, I mean, Mumbai are sli- not slightly favourites. They'd be uh, real favourites. And who finishes bottom? Which is the worst team that you can oh, see? Oh, I wouldn't say worst team, but I would say in terms of combination, I think Rajasthan have slightly more dependent on their overseas players. I wouldn't be wrong in saying that because they. Their core players are uh, overseas players, and they've they've, they've not clearly replaced uh, Azim Karahani, and they can never replace a guy with uh, such experience. So I think they might finish last, but again, it's it's too harsh on them to call them as bad as being last. Akash, it's been really good to have you back on the Cricket Budget Podcast. You were on it every week, sometimes twice a week, over the uh, summer last year. And we've not heard from you for a long time, so I'm sure the listeners have enjoyed having you back on. Akash Siva Subramanian, thank you very much for joining me and uh, enjoy the IPL. Thank you, James. Thank you for inviting me and enjoy the IPL. As we say, nothing can get better than this. Podcast Network.